Hey, welcome to Home Church Podcast. It is a good day to have a good day. I'm Pastor Jerry Kuhn, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today. My hope is that you will respond to the Holy Spirit as he speaks to you in and through this message today. And I believe that he will draw you into a closer relationship with Jesus Christ, where you are passionate about loving God, doing good, and being a friend. I hope that you enjoy the message today. That's okay. We'll work on that. That was okay. All right. I'm just going to set up here and eat. I'm just kidding. All right. Hey, listen, I am excited to bring the word to you guys. We are starting a new series. Everybody say new series. What was our last series? What did we even talk about? Yes, we talked about having a sincere prayer life. Good job. I about call them crash. Everybody say cash. All right. Hey, listen, I'm super excited because we're going to learn about wisdom. Everybody say wisdom. So this week, we're going to be, we're doing a new series called Seeking Wisdom. What does it mean to seek wisdom? Does anybody know? Does anybody know what it means to seek wisdom? The room got quiet real quick. You guys went excited about Easter and candy to like, what's wisdom? Uh, is it time to, this Jesus was, uh, anybody, anybody at all? Okay, listen, hey, listen, I'll tell you what Google says. I'll tell you what Google says about wisdom, okay? Google defines wisdom this way. Google says the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, the quality of being wise everybody say i am wise so listen listen this is what this is what wisdom is wisdom is you and i have hey 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 guys i'm talking so nobody else should be hey give me 10 minutes of your time i got the countdown clock and everything if you guys will if you guys will respect me for about 10 50 some of you guys are like prove it man this guy's gonna talk for 20 minutes listen listen i am aware of the time if you guys will give me 10 minutes of your time we will be done okay that sound good and we can play and all that, but I want you to really listen for the next 10, 15 minutes, okay? 15 on the long end, all right? I'm just setting the right expectations. So listen, it is having good judgment. How many of you guys were ever in a really bad situation because you didn't have very good judgment? Like, like maybe you were in a conversation with the teacher And before you know it, you just like popped off. You just smarted off. You said something back. And next thing you know, you found yourself in detention. Nobody lied to me. How many of you guys have had detention in this room? A couple of times. How many of you guys, listen, how many of you guys have never had a detention in your life? Okay, okay. That's what what I'm talking about. Hey, listen. Hey, hey, pipe down, pipe down, pipe down. Everybody listen. So, so when we talk about wisdom, wisdom is learning to have good judgment in bad situations or in difficult situations. How many of you guys are like, man, I wish I had wisdom when I was talking to that person. I wish I had wisdom when I was making that decision. Anybody in here wish they had wisdom at some point? Like you found yourself grounded for two weeks and you were like, God, where was the wisdom? I don't I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Let me do a redo. There's no redos. That's why, that's why, well, there is with God's grace. That's a whole nother story. But what I'm saying is that's why wisdom is so important because it's not like a video game where we can restart the level. You and I have 
to be hungry for wisdom. I'm going to read Proverbs 16, 16, and it says this. It says, how much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. And this is what I put. I said, there is no possession that is greater to have in our lives than wisdom. Because wisdom helps us in every situation. And I want to tell you guys about a young king in the Bible. See, his name was Solomon. How many of you guys know who Solomon's dad was? Solomon's dad was David. Everybody say David. David. Uh, any of you guys hear about David and Goliath? Yeah. Right? So, so that's Solomon's dad, David, the king, the, the, the young man that slayed a giant, that had this amazing reputation. And David's an old man now. He's no longer the young boy that once slayed a giant. And so in his old age, he's passing away. How many of you guys have ever seen those movies where like somebody's on their deathbed and then someone else has taken over the kingdom? It's kind of like Lord of the Rings type thing. But this is what it's like. And, and he's sitting there and he looks at David and he says, he says, he looks at Solomon and he says, hey, listen, you're next in line for the throne. And Solomon's kind of intimidated because he's like, I'm just a young man. Like now he's basically what we would call now the president of his whole country as just a very young man. And God comes to him in his sleep and he asks him a question. I, I want to show this to you guys. First Kings chapter 3, 4 through 14. And it says this. It says, the king went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices for that was the most important high place and Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on the altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night and a dream. And God asked him this question. God asked, whatever you want me to give you, I'll give. So what is it, Solomon? What do you want from me? God appears to Solomon and he says, what do you want from me? Because I'll give it to you. And I want you to listen to Solomon's reply. This is so wise. Everybody say wise. He says this, Solomon said, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now the Lord my God, you made your servant king in place of my father, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or to number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern the great people of yours? We got four verses left. And the Lord was pleased that Solomon asked for this. So God said, since you have asked for this and not for long life, since you didn't ask for money, you've not asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment and administering justice, I will do that which you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart. Not right now, mom. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. Last verse. Everybody say last verse. last verse. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands, David, as your father David did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke and realized it had been a dream. 
See, I want to just kind of take you through this. As Solomon was asleep, God comes to him and he says, listen, I know you're a young king. So whatever it is that you ask, I will give you. And expecting maybe what a young person would say, like, I want lots of money. Like, how many of you guys, if you could have one prayer answered right now, you know it would have something to do with money. Anybody in here? Okay. <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> uh, listen, how many of you guys would like ask for your dream car? Anybody in here? I know you would, Riley. Put your hand down. Listen, how many of you guys would ask to be the best in your sport? Like the best, the greatest to ever do it, the next Michael Jordan and a half. How many of you guys would be that person? But hold on, time out, time out. Okay, I like that. Listen, listen, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Time out, time out. Because that's not even close to what pleases God. That's not even close to what pleases God. See, Solomon had the opportunity to ask for anything he wanted, and yet he chose wisdom. That's right. See, in the moment that he was saying, God, I can't do this without you. I can't live this life without you. I can't make decisions on other people's behalf without you. And I need wisdom. And the Bible says that God was pleased. And I think there are so many times when you and I spend our energy in our prayers asking for things that really aren't going to solve our problems. See, the reality is there was other kings that had money. The reality is there was other kings that had riches and, and they were oppressing their enemies and they were winning battles. But Solomon said, God, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for your wisdom in every decision that I make. And you know what the Bible said? As a result of him seeking first the kingdom of God, as a result of him choosing to seek out wisdom, what happened? The Bible said that he would have the greatest kingdom in all the land. That he would be the greatest king in all of the land. And so here's what I want to tell you guys tonight. Wisdom will take you a lot further than you think it will. But you can't cut corners. You can't go on pretending like you need other things and forsaking the fact that God's called and asked you and I to live in wisdom. I have three points Three quick points that I just want to bring up to you guys tonight. The first one is this. Wisdom is for all ages. Everybody say all ages. Like, like as a young man, as a young woman, I want you guys to understand you are not disqualified from having wisdom. It's not like a roller coaster ride where, see, I was a short kid. So like when I was getting on roller coasters and stuff, I was afraid of getting in line because I didn't know if I was going to spend all my time to find out I couldn't ride. And so like I think a lot of times it's the same thing in our life with God. It's like we don't want to spend all this time like investing in something and asking for something and trying to get something that somebody's going to tell us we can't have. But the reality is, even though, guys, I hear some talking, please, just five more minutes. The reality is this. The reality is wisdom does not have an age requirement. If you are asking for wisdom, God wants to give it to you. And so I encourage you guys. It doesn't matter if you're in sixth grade. doesn't matter if you're in 11th grade, 12th grade. God wants to give you wisdom. But here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to be bold enough, just like Solomon did, and pray that God would give you wisdom. The second point is this. Wisdom in, improves 
every area of our lives and the lives of those around us. See, Solomon as a king, his life, his decisions affected everybody else's around him, from the people that served in his palace all the way to the people that were just in his community. Every decision he made was literally affecting everyone. But because he had wisdom, not, not only did he prosper, not only did he do well, but literally everybody in his community, everybody in his country started seeing the benefits of his wisdom. And for you guys, you probably don't understand why that's so important, but I want you to understand, show me who your friends are, and I will show you your future. The reality is, the reality is I've hung out with so many, so many different types of groups, and I can tell you I'm super thankful for me asking for wisdom that God would help me either be a light and impact that group for the better or to get away from that group that was holding me back. But because Solomon chose to be the difference, the really cool thing about it is everybody that was in his circle was doing really well in life. How many guys love your friends? That's cold. Like Landon didn't raise his hand and Jackson's his friend. I'm just going to... just. <laughs> Break up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so listen, listen, like, like you love your friends, right? So how many of you guys want to be a good influence on the people around you? How many of you guys want to impact those around you for the better? Maybe you want to help them be the, the athlete that they want to be. Maybe you want to help them be the person that they want to be. Maybe you want to help them get closer to God. Like some of you guys are getting excited right now because you're like, that's me, Pastor James. I want to be that friend. But guess what? It all starts with wisdom. When you get wisdom for yourself, it starts to rub off on the people around you. And again, what is wisdom? Wisdom is you and I knowing what to do in tough situations. And guess what? You guys, it's only the beginning. You're going to encounter a lot of tough situations. You're going to encounter a lot of, a lot of breakups, a lot of, a lot of peer pressure, a lot of, you know, a, a lot of this, a lot of that. You're going to encounter life because that's just what happens at your age. And guess what? You're going to need wisdom to make the right decision. And God wants to give his wisdom. The third thing is this. God was pleased when Solomon asked for wisdom. What did the Bible say? That when Solomon asked for wisdom, what happened? Does anyone know? It said that God was pleased. And he said, because you've asked for wisdom, he says, I'm going to give you everything else. And here's the reality. God wants you and I to live in wisdom. James 1, 5 says this. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. It will be given to you. And this is the really cool part that, that I love about this is that, you know, there was a lot of times and a lot of, Brian, will you grab the worship team really quickly? There was a lot of times, we're going to, hey, listen, this is, I'm going to say one last thing to you guys. We're going we're gonna to listen to one song. We're going to have a couple minutes of prayer time, and then we're going to go out and we're going to play some games. But I really want you to focus in just, just a couple, couple, more, couple more minutes with me. I know I keep saying that. But here's the reality. There were so many groups when I was in school that I really did my best to fit in with. There's a lot of people that I wanted to impress. If I'm being honest, there's a lot of, of relationships that I probably wasted my time chasing after because all, uh, like all because I just wanted to be accepted by somebody. 
I just wanted, I just wanted recognition. I wanted somebody to think I was cool. I wanted somebody to think I was a good football player. I wanted somebody to think I was a good wrestler. I wanted people to like me. And so I spent a lot of my time in school chasing friendships and relationships where I was having to act like somebody that I was not. You get what I'm saying? Like, like you, don't, you don't have to raise your hands, but I know without a shadow and of a doubt in my heart that some of you guys are there right now. I know a lot of you guys have chased after people and after things because you desperately long to be accepted. Maybe you've played sports that you don't even like because you want mom and dad to be proud of you. Like now it's getting real. I've seen some of you guys' faces kind of. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now. There's somebody that accepts you for who you are doesn't mean that you can do what you want that's that's not how the kingdom of God works the kingdom of God is where Jesus meets you and I where we're at but he doesn't allow us to stay there you get what I'm saying so like if you have an issue maybe maybe you struggle with cussing God will meet you where you're at but he's not going to allow you to stay there because that's what love does love requires that you are your best you You know, there's a Proverbs. You guys are like, what does this have to do with wisdom? This is full of wisdom. But here's what I'm going to share with you guys. There's a Proverbs in the Bible that says it's better to be punched by a friend than to be kissed by an enemy. Do you know what that means? Some of you guys are like, man, that's harsh. You know what that means? It's better to surround yourself with people that's going to tell you the truth and request the best from you than for people that are just always going to enable you to be the worst you possible. It's better for you to be around someone that said, hey man, that was your fault and you need to own up to it. It's better to be around that guy than to be around the guy that said, man, your mom's tripping, man. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, like like that's the reality. Like it's better to be around people that's going to steer you towards wisdom than it is for you guys to be around people that don't even care about wisdom and live far from it. And so here's what I want to encourage you guys to do tonight. James 1.5 says that if anyone lacks wisdom, let them ask for it. And so maybe you want more wisdom because you're a leader on your sports team and you want to know how to lead people. God will give you wisdom. Maybe you want wisdom because honestly you're going through a really hard time right now and you're sick of trying to figure out how to navigate it. God will give you wisdom. And why I said all of those things about belonging and friends and all of those things, because God loves you so much that you're never going to be on junior varsity when it comes to being a Christian. And there's nothing wrong with junior varsity. I was on junior varsity for two years. What I'm saying is you're never going to be second best when it comes to being a Christian. You're never going to be you're never going to be not good enough for God. And I think a lot of times we refuse to ask for things from God because we say, God, who am I? I'm just a middle schooler. I'm just a I'm just a high schooler. I'm, you know, whatever it is there's a part of you that says how do I know I'm good enough but his word tells us we're good enough and so here's what I'm going to do I'm just going to pray over you guys once I'm done praying Brian's going to have a game ready in the back but if you want to hang out here with me just for a few minutes and pray and talk you're welcome to do that But once I get done praying, if you want to go out with Brian and and get started playing some games, there's no issue with that either, okay? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you so much. 
Lord, we thank you for this time of worship and your word. You know, God, I thank you that there's young people in here tonight that are going to choose wisdom. They're going to choose the spirit of God that moves in our lives, that helps us make the right decisions, that helps us do the right thing, that helps us choose the right people in the right places, in the right circumstance, and the right words. God, we choose wisdom. And so, Lord, for those that are looking to obtain wisdom, I pray that they're bold enough to ask. And God, for those that maybe even after tonight don't understand the necessity of wisdom, I pray that this word would chase them down and that it would become a revelation to their heart. In Jesus' mighty Thank you name. So much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more messages or find a service time, you can visit us at our website, homechurchtecumsa.com, for more information. Thank you again. And until next time, love God, do good, and be a friend. Be blessed.